Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Alori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And this is a very special call. It's our genius call. And it's a call that I do with people who go through the SAS experience. And if you have not gone through the SAS experience, I recommend that you check it out. If you're interested in the SAS experience, go to joinsas.com and you can actually watch the first video for free. And if you like what you see, you can um, purchase the rest and continue on the journey. And then you get a little bonus call. And it depends on when you're listening to this because I change bonuses. So uh, I would jump on it now if you're listening to it. I'm recording this on December 9th, 2022. Who knows what's going to happen in 2023? All right, everyone. So um, I'm really excited about doing this work. There's something that I've learned. I've been doing the genius calls for quite some time. I first started doing them as bonuses to the live SaaS experiences. And what I found when I was doing them, it, the results that people were having, they got them, it got them really clear on the specific gifts that are inside of them that they are meant to utilize and put out into the world. And I believe that every single one of us, we have many gifts. It's not just one gift, but there's the combination of life experience, our gifts, um, what excites us, what we're passionate about, what we're inspired by, what mission we have. When you combine all those components, you find and tap into your genius. And your genius is really the place that you want to be building your business from if you're looking to build a business from, but you also want to be building your life from it for sure. And what it helps you to do is to helps you to get, there's many things it does. It helps you to stay aligned. It helps you to stay aligned with your truth. It helps you to stay very grounded in your truth, but it also helps you to make really solid decisions in your life. So if let's say we're doing a business, because most people on here are doing a business, if you're doing a business, then it helps you to it helps you with your messaging on Facebook, right? You're or on whatever platform, social media platform you're on. You will gonna be told any kind of marketing class you take, they're gonna say, follow this formula, do this, do that. And when you're tapped into your genius, you don't get caught up in, oh my goodness, I have to post this many times a day, doing it this many, you know, doing it this way. I have to make sure that I'm making an offer, blah, 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 blah. All of that is good structure. But what happens is when you um, tapped into your genius, you're inspired to create and to write a post because you it's not like, I don't know what to write about. Oh my goodness. They just threw all this formula at me and I'm confused. And the coach said, I have to do it this way or blah, blah, blah is doing it that way. And you don't get into that because you're like, oh my goodness, I have something to say. And you just start delivering from that part of you, that genius part of you. And it becomes a lot more fun. It doesn't become drudgery because many spiritual entrepreneurs that I speak to, they struggle with the social media part because it doesn't feel authentic to them. It doesn't feel like most spiritual entrepreneurs, the ones that are really grounded in spirituality and in mission-driven work to really serve and help others, but you want to make money from it. Um, I'm very much about that. Um, they find that a lot of times when they study certain marketing techniques or sales techniques that it doesn't, it, it, it trips them up because they're like, oh, that doesn't feel real to me or that that feels false or I can't put that out there. And we all know what happens to us if we put things out there that feel fa false, they are going to fall flat. And the energy behind it, people are going to read it because the community that you want to attract into your aware, into your arena you want to attract a community that's aligned with you, not one that is believing the hype coming into your programs and then like, oh, what am I doing here? Waking up and being like, this isn't right for me. So you really want to be aligned to your truth. Now, say you're just using your genius for personal life. It's the same thing. We, are, we were talking in Next Level Living because I give a business tip every single month. And they were saying to me, we had a town hall just because I wanted to check in and see where people were at. And they were like, I was like, who here is not developing a business? And not everybody in that program is developing a business. It's all about just living your best life. And they were like, well, when you do the business tips, I really want personal stuff. They don't really speak to me. And I said, whoa, wait a second. I always give personal stuff with the business tips. Am I wrong? And they were like, oh, yeah, you do. So you always want to marry the two. So if you're not looking to create a business and you're listening to this call or you're participating today on the genius call, it doesn't matter because when you're aligned with your genius, you're attracting in the right friends, you're attracting in the right lovers, you're attracting in the right opportunities. You're not having the chaos in your life as much because you're aligned. You know why you're here. You know what you feel on an everyday basis. And when you're getting invited to do specific things, you're like, no, wait, that's not aligned with me. That's not part of my genius. I don't need to go there. 
So the genius work is very powerful and super important. We obviously can't unpack all of it in one session, but we're going to do a good amount of work today. And I feel like what's coming through me is going to be a little bit different than what I've done before. I just want to talk a tiny bit more. For those of you who do have a business, it helps you with sales too. I recently had experience with a couple of people trying to sell me something and I and we were like friendly. And the way in which they went about it, I, I intuitively in the beginning, I was like, oh, they're very salesy. It's very salesy. And I don't like salesy stuff. But I recognize there's a certain component of sales that you definitely need in order to make sales. So I just kind of followed along and I was talking to them about their programs. There's a couple of different people. And uh, and they were all like doing the authentic talk, you know, like, I love you and, da, 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 and this is great. Da, da, da. And when the offer was made and I heard about the offer, I was like, mm, no, that doesn't feel right. And um, I said, you know, the timing's not right or it's not right for me right now. They They just go flat. They don't respond. And these are people I have relationships with. And I stepped back and I was like, hmm, this is interesting because the other thing about the genius work is knowing how to make an offer, believe in your offer so you can um, make sales, but it's also knowing how to hold the space with the person coming from your genius. Like, look, this is going to help you. This is going to help you to change your life, but it comes from a place of more integrity, in my opinion. And what happens to, to me, I feel, is I'm not attached to the end results. I'm not If the person decides not to take the program, I'd rather people decide than sit on the fence. I can't stand wishy-washy. I also cannot stand if I reach out to someone and they don't respond. It pisses me off, especially if I have a relationship with them. Just tell me no. I, I'm not going to die. So it helps you to really cultivate a business from a very powerful place. You're not jumping around. You're not like, oh my goodness, they said no. Uh, you'll have some emotional response in your business. That's only natural as you grow. But what you'll be able to do is to take the emotional response and take the lessons and take the experiences and tap them into your genius and say, okay, what is this teaching my genius right now? How do I get more powerful now with my message? So you all know that now I'm going to go out and start doing reels about inauthentic sales when people are acting authentic. And I'm going to be honest about like my experience of it. And then how do I, how do you make sales from a place of integrity without bamboozling people or trying to convince them that your product is the thing, but yet let people recognize that your product is the thing. So if you can see everything is cyclical and it all comes back to you, everything comes back to this piece inside of you that you can check in with. You're, you're the thermometer, you're the gauge. And it's not what's going on outside of you. Things are going on outside of you. And then you get to check in with your genius and go, mm, is this coach aligned with where I want to go? And it's not from a place of fear. Get out of the scarcity and lack consciousness. Please, 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 people stop it already. Get into abundance, get into your genius, get into your mission and make decisions from there. Okay. So I didn't look at you guys when I was sharing that. Is there any question you have up until now or any kind of takeaway or anything that you want to share from what I've said? And I would just ask that you do it quickly because we have work to do. No. Okay. All right. So put in the chat what you think your genius is. I'd like to know what you think your genius is. And if you understand what genius means, I'm just make a throw the dog because it's there. What you think your genius is. Okay. And let me say this while they're typing into the chat, because I'd like to see what they say. Um, genius can grow, shift, change, and, oh, is it? Yeah, no, it's everyone. Zoom has this new thing that you have to let everybody have, give permission to chat. Um, genius will grow, change, expand. So it's not something that stays. So a lot of times I've seen in the healing spiritual community that people are very afraid to acknowledge their gift in an area 
because they're afraid if they say that's that's what they do, then they think that's it. They're not allowed to grow or expand. It's very interesting to me, and it's it's a it's a dynamic I've seen. So Jan says, my genius is seeing is what is not obvious and bringing it forth. Perfect, very good. My feeling, Aunice said, my feeling into how I move around my environment, ability to change for the situation. Okay, so you're going to want to get, I, we're going to want to clear that a tiny bit because that also may be in reaction to your environment. But I, I think I understand what you're saying there. So there's definitely a, a, uh, a good foundation there. Um, Jen says, for my genius is my authentic voice and my ability to sense the energy around me and around others in a healing way. Um, good. Vanita says, not 100% sure, but I know it has to do with authentic communication, leading from heart space and sharing through stories. So let me ask you this. I told you this, this call is different for everybody. If you were to say it's not everybody has a business, but just for today, for the purpose of this exercise, say you want to have a business, you have a business and your perfect client is in front of your perfect avatar. This person is struggling with whatever it is that you feel that you can help. Maybe they're going through a divorce. They're going through a life change. They're going through something really big and you have the ability to help them over this hump in their life. It's not about it's not only about nurturing them in the pain, but it's about moving them forward because anybody who's doing any type of work, you want to be able to catapult a person into a better way of living. So if your person was standing in front of you right now, what would be the sentence you would say to them into how you can help them? Let's do that now. How could you help them? What would you say in a sentence? So I'll give you one of mine real quick while you guys are thinking. I have discovered that I have a laser I am able to laser into the person's soul, see their highest and communicate it in a very direct and clear manner. So I cut through the bull. I cut through the story. I don't even hear it. And I'm able to see their highest, able to tell them what it is and how to get there. So it took, I've been in business 15 years. It's taken a while to really be able to explain that. And anybody who's listening on the podcast, um, think about what that is for you and speak it out loud. Because when you speak it out loud, you give it power. It's really important that you give it power. And I know it's hard, but just, just play with it. I'm going to let everybody respond first before I start reading them. And... If anybody's struggling, good. <laughs> okay. So Aunise said, what brings you joy and what does that look like? So I think that's a great question, but what's interesting about that is they're coming to you to try to find their joy. So I think it's a great question to initiate the conversation, but how would you help them find your joy, their joy? That would be my question to you, which I'm sure you have other layers. I didn't ask for that, you know, but I'm sure you do. So I just want to say that. Jen says, I'm able to remove my ego and directly channel messages from their guides that they need to hear. It's very direct. Uh, Vanita, I'm able to see their highest version and I see the gap. I'm able to share through my personal healing journey experiences, how I navigated and healed and empowered myself. I would have you take it a step further, Vanita. And the step forward is your story encapsulates their te techniques and tools for them to move forward. So a lot of people sell through story, which is really a great way to sell because you share your story. And if people are like, oh, I want what she has, but then it's also letting them know that there are techniques and tools in order to get their own healing done too. Um, what does your life look like three years from now? That's great. Great question. I had to come up with a sentence. It's hard to come up with a sentence, Jen said. Um, well, so that's a great question. So Jen's was, I'm able to remove my ego and directly channel messages from the guys they need to hear. What you would want to do is get into the avatar. So it's kind of a little bit like what Ayunise did. You want to get into your avatar's shoes and the way that I would say that you would ask this question is, where aren't you living your highest? What is your highest that you think you want to live? Where are you limiting yourself? 
Where do you feel stuck? And many times as readers, as Jen knows this, I don't really let anybody talk for the first 30 minutes. So you can't get into that. Like this is the coaching aspect of it. It's not the reading aspect because in the beginning of the reading, I'm not letting anybody speak. I'm just telling them everything I'm getting. So that may be where you're tripped up a bit, but these are all good answers. Okay. So let's get into the genius work to see what it is that is your particular genius, because this is what I've learned in this community by working with spiritual entrepreneurs for so long. They don't acknowledge, they aren't able to acknowledge their magic inside of them. I have recognized, and I know we have a different group in front of us. We have people that have been on this path for quite some time. So please know that I'm not speaking to you directly. But I have noticed that people are very much looking for outside source to tell them what their magic is. And so the formula that one of the formulas I'm going to take you through right now is if you struggled with that a bit, which I don't think anybody in this call really struggles with that. But if anybody who's listening struggles with that a bit, these questions are going to help you to understand your magic, what it is that you have in order to bring to the community, to bring in service. Now, if you're not looking for a career, it does not matter because if you're thinking about looking for your perfect romantic partner, if you're thinking about getting promoted in your job, if you're thinking about raising your kids, you still want to be tapped into your genius, your magic, because that is going to become a part of your everyday conversations with everyone. So it's really good. Just uh, follow along, Dashka, as we go. Um, yeah, homework is good. Okay. So here we go. You ready? So everybody just close your eyes. And like the insides are like a swirling uh, piece of energy. It's just like your insides are just swirling around. It's almost like the tornado in the Wizard of Oz. And things are just like flying around, but it's not, it's not meant to be uncomfortable or disruptive. It's just spirit is asking you to take this journey inside your physical being without trying to find the answers and allowing this energy to just swirl around with all these answers in it. And while you're sitting in this little bit of volcanic air inside of you, it's like you may see things flying by that don't necessarily make sense or they do make sense. Don't try to make sense of anything. Instead, just Work with your breath, breathing in the energy. Because change happens when we become uncomfortable. And if we're willing to become uncomfortable, we grow at rapid speed. Now the air is the wind, the tornado, it's starting to calm down a bit. And it is going to listen to my words first before it does what I want it to do. It's going to land you and you may have to do a little searching. It's going to land you in a memory from your childhood where you were in your magic. And if you can't remember your childhood, it's the earliest memory where you were in your magic. And if you need me, a lot of times I would define or give you an example of what that is. I'm not going to do that. In order to find your magic, you have to have an idea of what your magic is. So it's going to bring you to a very early memory of when you were in your magic. So go there now. What made this moment so magical? What do you think made this moment so magical? What character traits did you possess that made this moment so magical? How does this moment 
align you to your soul? How is it your truth? So what I mean by that is there are character traits that you've had in this moment. You may have taken a risk. You may have done something. Whether you were applauded for it or not does not matter. I'm not asking for the outside approval. I'm looking for the inside experience. And how did that moment align you to your soul or, you know, it came from soul alignment? And what I mean by that is my, I'm not going to give an example per se. I just want to give a slight example. My moment, I knew myself. I didn't think. I just went and did it. So what was it for you? What was it that you aligned with your soul? You just knew it and you reacted or whatever it was for you. What gift did this give you as a person today? What gift did this give you as a person today? Now, I want you to go to a painful memory one that really had an effect on your life could have been diagnosed as a left a scar. It was something that was hard. You're not still living there now. You've worked through it. But it was a moment in time that really shifted who you are. It grew you exponentially. Go to a moment then now. What did they try to teach you in this moment? What was the thing they were trying to label you as? What label in this moment did you adopt? I'm not saying you're struggling with it today. I'm just talking about it then. What label did you adopt that was unhealthy or kept you back? What label did you adopt that was unhealthy or kept you back? How did you shift that label? What techniques or tools did you use? Even if you're still struggling with a little bit of that label today, it doesn't matter. You still, you would not be here if you were still stuck in that label. Label. What techniques and tools did you use to shift that label? I'm going to move on. I know it's going fast, but it's okay. Out of those tools, which one do you, would you say you would use today to help someone else? Which one would you use today to help someone else? Or maybe it, it developed into something that you, you created. It was the foundation and then you created it into something new, like my improv acting was such a huge part of what I do today because it allowed me to explore the depths of my soul and become confident. So which one did you develop or would you use as a tool today? How is that aligned with your soul? How does that describe who you are today?
Now, what I want you to do when you can journal this, I know that a lot of you are writing, you can speak it out loud, but I want you to think of the character traits that you possessed from the very first question I asked about the, the thing that you did that was like brave and exciting and was just a magical moment in your life. Think of the character traits you possessed during that. And if you had to define yourself today based on everything we just described, how would you define yourself today? And I'll give it another minute. How would you describe yourself today? And then with all the techniques and tools, what is your magic from those techniques and tools? What is your magic? And try to do it in one sentence. Now, taking all these things, how you would define yourself, your magic, and how it would shift and help other people. These techniques and tools that you have, this magic that you possess, how you define yourself. And if you were to say one word that describes all of this, all the the pain you've been through and how you've worked through it, the magical moments that gave you the character traits that you have, the techniques and the tools that you've learned. And if you were to give yourself one label, and it could be a couple of words, it could be one word that you can provide other people with. Maybe it's motivator, maybe it's innovator, maybe it's um, believer in magic, maybe it's a creator of new beginnings. I want you to formulate it right now into a sentence, one or three words. And I don't want you to worry about if it's right or wrong, because we're going to get into Q&A. I just want you to formulate it. But basically what you're doing is you're tapping into the magic in the moment the character traits that you had organically and authentically without anybody getting in the way, then spirit, the universe brought you to a painful moment where you learned your tenacity. You learned what you were made of. You didn't sit back and let it happen. You took techniques and tools and worked through it. And now all of that is mixed inside of you like that tornado. And it is ready to come out in a very powerful way. What is your power? Okay, put it in the chat. Is anybody struggling? Okay. Uh, I'm going to wait till everybody has theirs in here. Oh, great. This is great. Okay. 
Amy, say, what I want you to do, I know you're not really creating a business, but what I want you to do is how that helps people, how that helps people. How does Wizard of Calmness and Leading with Confidence help people? So these are really, really good. And I'm going to open up to now. Vanita said, now let me ask you this. Are you clearer in how you would deliver to your audience your genius, the message of what you do? Did this help you to get a little bit clearer about it or did it confuse you? You can unmute. It doesn't matter. I think it offered me a little bit more clarity. Um, I think, you know, Marilyn, I have a podcast. So pretty much what you said to me was encapsulated in what I share with people. But this really helped me kind of bring in the pieces that there's so much connection between those two moments of purpose and pain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it really helped me to pull and see like, wow, there were so many things from that, which is what I've created based on those experiences. So it really helped for me to bring it all together. Okay. So Vanita wrote, I thought this was great. I inspire and empower people to discover and embrace their own magic. That's a very easy thing to communicate to people so they can understand what it is that you can do for them. Because many of us have many techniques and tools and stories to help get them to embrace their magic and discover their magic. But when a person is just coming to you, swirling around in confusion and disruption, you don't have time in that moment to describe all the things that you can do for them. You also don't know what the journey is going to be like with that particular person, because there's going to be things that they bring to the table. And if you work with your guides and you work in a channeling capacity, or you work with inspiration and intuition in the moment, stuff is going to come up. That's going to be super powerful to meet that person on the path. So we can't have all those conversations. Like a lot of times when people come to me for coaching or I'm selling a new class now, like um, the 10X class, I, what I wrote on the bottom of that page is I can't, I don't promise you results. I promise you will have results if you do the work. And that's a very, I don't see that bold statement out or that honesty out in a lot of people, but I'm comfortable with it. So does this, that does that help you, Vanita? Yes, definitely. So what's your genius? If you would have, you can think about this right now. So <laughs> the genius to me is the part of us that is infinite wisdom, infinite knowledge, infinite knowing. And it could be, it's a, it could be an archetype. It's one word that describes us and just know that what you decide is your genius today can evolve into something else. So I'm going to come back to you, but I want you to think, if you think about the archetypes, like think about the tarot cards, the major arcana, high priestess, magician, the empress, uh, the star card. Um, I'm thinking of more of the uh, kind of archetypes you'd want to take on. Um, it could be the tower card because you could be the kick-ass coach that just breaks everything down so that they build what they're meant to build. It could be uh, the devil card, getting them to understand what is the truth and not the materialism. But think about what that would be for you, okay? And if you don't know the tower cards, don't worry about it. Think about a famous figure, Einstein, Oprah, um, Tony Robbins. Think about what they do, motivator, um, storyteller and come see if you can come to one word. Okay. Well, I would say that everything that you shared for me, the word that's always resonated for me is magician. So I Perfect. see my as a magician. Great. So what I'm going to have, okay. So we're going to go through everybody's word, but that's great. Okay. Who wants to go next? Good job. Well, I'll just go down the list. It was, uh, Jan was next. Jan said, I investigate thoughts and emotions so that you can have breakthroughs and aha moments. I love this. Actually, Jan, did that help I, you to go ahead? What were you going to say, honey? It's actually instigate. Instigate. Sorry. I instigate <laughs> thoughts. That's even better. I instigate thoughts and emotions so that you can have breakthroughs and aha moments. How does that feel to you? Um, it feels um like what I've been trying to come up with 
for a yes. very long time now. <laughs> so considering the, the conversations we've had just this past week about all the stuff that you're ready to step out and do. Yeah. Does this help you to then start explaining to, cause you can't, there's no way any of us could explain our body of work in, in a one moment session mm -hmm. to like, you know, you want to work with me. This is what I can do. Da, 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 da. You don't know what that person is really fully needing. Yeah. You're having an idea of it, mm -hmm. but we have magic that's untapped, you know, resources untapped. So does this help you to be able to communicate that message to them in order to start creating a relationship to work together? Yep, absolutely. Okay. So what would be your one word? Um, my word, instigate. I've always been called an instigator. I love that. And it, that's, go ahead. <laughs> and now I can tie that in with this whole thing. So let me ask you this, because I know you've done work with archetypes too. If you were to, is this available in an archetype type of um, uh, persona or a, a major tarot, major arcana card persona? Um, it might not be. I'm just asking. It, it, it would be, not one. I would say right. like the tower, the sun, the alchemist. Great. Mm -hmm. Great. I love that. That's cool. So that's going to help you with your messaging, the tower, the sun and the alchemist, because, and even if it's in that order, you're going to realize the tower, go ahead. Tell me what the tower does. Yeah. Well, yeah. The tower, you need to break it down, mm -hmm. you, need to, you know, in order for it to be built up more solidly or mm -hmm. better than it was before. You know, it and needs to be broken down first. And what does the sun do? The sun will bring out the all the possibilities, all the joy that awaits that person after everything is broken down. And what does the alchemist do? The alchemist brings everything together. Right. What so, is, yeah. Go ahead. So no, finish. It has to be that site first before you can start bringing and bringing in everything into my cauldron, right? <laughs> my, mm -hmm. job, right? my cauldron in order to make everything work. So can you go finish? Sorry. No, I'm, I'm done. So could you see yourself talking to a potential client and being able to now describe this in a few sentences of what the journey would be like for them? I can now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Very clear. I love that. Beautiful job. Thanks. Um, okay. Uh, love this. Dashka, divine connector. Love it. So my thing to you, divine connector is beautiful. Um, what word, or you know the major arcana cards really well, would describe, how would you, no, let me ask this now. How would you communicate this to your potential client? And I don't want a story. I want you guys to start breaking it down to sentences. I think what happened during the meditation and experience that we just went through is bringing in a new belief, right? What was your old limiting belief? What's your new belief that you have rewritten that you now, I now have and possess? Then I asked, I heard, what does that feel like? So having that feeling of the new belief that you want to, that I wanted to rewrite integrating that feeling and then I saw the neural pathways from my brain from my third eye mm -hmm. all the peptides down to the cellular level like really neurologically creating a new pathway of that feeling is how you integrate the new belief into your feeling so your physical body can experience it's a bigger knowing yeah than no just I mentally saying or repeating what you want that new belief to be. Well, actually what it is, is it's an actual shift. It yeah, is a shift that takes root and stays. I, I heard new neuropathways. Great. So what would you describe? What would be the word or the couple of words that you would like, you know, magician was Finita, which makes total sense. Um, instigator I, was Jan. What would be yours? I get Oracle. Okay. Oracle. Great. But I want to break that down a bit because Oracle could be, have a lot of definitions to me. So what major arcana card or cards 
The reason why I didn't ask you about all the cards, Vanita, is I don't know your experience with tarot cards. I know their experience with tarot cards because they've been in my programs. But if you have more cards you want to add, we'll go, come back to you. It's not a big deal. I want to just kind of get the journey of the client. What kind of journey, what would be the card that or the archetype that would represent what you do? And it might be more I, than one. Yeah, um, I see the high priestess. Um, I see the sun, the alchemist. And, you know, over here, like floating is the fool because it's the journey. Okay, so now if you were to put those in order of the client's journey, I had no idea we were going to do this. So this really helps. If you were going to put the cards in, a, in an order and do that too, Vanita, put do that. If you were going to put the cards in an order like Jan just did, it was breaking down the belief, the sun showing the new possibilities and then the alchemist transforming it completely. If you were to put the high priestess, the sun, the alchemist, the fool to your client's journey, what would it be? the the where you are with your physical health wait um so what's the first card when they're coming to yes that's what i thought too beautiful okay what's next so where they're at with the fool is the beginning and then um shining light right the sun Mm -hmm. more possibilities than what they know is available to them um then I would say the alchemist to mix together all of the magic and the modalities that tools that I have and then the high priestess to hold the container how does that feel Dashka really good yeah clear right aren't you clear yeah it feels blessed blessed blessing yeah yeah and you know what I think happens while I'm talking to you guys is we do have all this magic in us, us and we're not, we're not like halting our work. We're constantly evolving in our magic, right? And what we are capable of doing because we're constantly working on ourselves and that then goes to our clients, right? So if we can break it down to simplicity so that we could explain it and give a vision of the path, it helps us to communicate the message and then the person's not confused about, oh, this is what she can do for me. It also gives you what I like about what we're doing right here. It gives room for growth because a lot of times, like, especially with, let's talk about marketing people, you're going to come study my program and you're going to make hundred K in 90 days. Right. But nobody is saying the journey that they're going to go on to get that. And usually those are that those results are not really resulted. People don't get those results. Here, what you get to do is you get to take a blank slate. Somebody who's got some issues, you get to take the blank slate and you get to bring your magic to the table and really work with them in the moment. And it's highly individualized. Yes, I agree. It's highly individualized. Beautiful way of saying that. Thank you, Dashka. Okay, Aonisha, did you, I don't see anything else written, Aonisha. So what was, my guide said, wizard of calmness leading with confidence. Okay. So, so go ahead. Bringing in the the archetypes that were working with the turtle immediately, the Empress came mm-hmm. up, um, right. and then the um, High Priestess, and then the World. I like that. Okay. So first, give me the word that you would be. Would the word be? What would the be the one word that would probably describe? that could describe the experience. Let's go there. Like Jan was a bit of, Jan was the instigator and um, Vanita had, the magician was her card, but I don't remember what her word was, but it doesn't matter. What would be a word? Um, For me, the most important thing, like when I have someone in front of me, whether it's friend, family, it's confidence. Confidence, beautiful. Okay, I like I'm it. I'm like, what, how confident are they are into making a change? How confident is to letting go? How confident are you to speak your voice? So it's it's creating that confidence in their journey of what's the next step, that tiny or huge step that they need to take to change their situation. Love that. That was a beautiful sentence. Go back to the recording and hear that. Creating the confidence to um, so they can take the next step to create their joy. I can't remember exactly how you said it. It was very good. Great. You're very clear now. So the empress, tell me the path, the empress, the high priestess in the world that your client is on possessing the the energy of those cards. So the empress brings in the nurturing part. How are they going to nurture themselves 
in, in this journey? How are they going to practice self-care? How are they going to say yes to things that they want to do? How are they going to say no to the things that are limiting their journey? As they move forward into the high priestess, the wisdom comes in within that journey. What have they done in the past that didn't work? And they keep repeating, you know, the meaning of insanity is doing the same thing and expect a different outcome. So the the empress allows you to make that change. Is this right for me or is this right for everybody else? So giving you the opportunity to move forward and make, make that pause of like, hey, I'm going to do this for myself, creating confidence as you move forward. And then the world brings it all together because you are a co-creator within your world. It is your choices. You have a choice to say yes and stand confident in your choice or say, no, I don't want to do that and be confident in saying your no. Great. Love it. And you said the empress by accident, but I knew you meant the high priestess. Was yes, high priestess. Yes. Okay, good. Very clear. Perfect. How does it feel? Amazing. Good, good, good. Okay. I'm going to go back to Vanita a minute just to see if, cause I, this all, this is how I work. It comes through me in the moment. So I never know what they're going to do. I don't come to these calls prepared because I don't need to, because I have this whole team that teaches through me. Um, so Vanita, what, what happened for you in that? Did, did, what's your journey now with your client? Yeah, that was really great. Uh, yeah, I could use some help. So what was coming to me is most people that I feel like I'm connecting with uh, have just experienced tower moment or tower mm -hmm. moments. That's how they're, I'm catching them. Um, right. so and to me, I think it's about, I believe, the empress. And then it goes to them connecting to their own wisdom and guidance. So to me, that would be the high priestess. And then they realize how powerful they are. So then they can pull upon. So this is where I'm not sure. Is it the magician, the alchemist? So the magician is kind of like the alchemist. For me, it's the magician who's got all the tools in the deck and he can he can shift and change anything because he possesses all the tools. Beautiful. And then from there, I see it as the sun where like now I can embrace all of who I am and my magic. And I did feel like the fool card is like, let's start now. Okay. So that's what I was feeling. Okay, great. So you have, a, I'm fine with it all in there. So what I want you to do for a little bit of dialing in Yes. You may not know the cards as well as like they know the cards and stuff. Um, and it doesn't matter, but it is actually a great, really cool. I love it. The tower that coming to you broken down. The empress is the very nurturing quality. The thing that you said, the high priestess, the high priestess and the magician are the highest cards in the deck. And the reason is, is because they so are tapped into inner wisdom, which is great. And then um, I like the magician because then they get to live the transformation. They get to alchemize it. They get to make the change. The sun is they start seeing the possibilities now because they're possessing that energy. And then the fool is now they're ready to take the risks. Great job. Good, good, good. Great. Okay. That was actually great. You guys did amazing. So I don't really have, uh, I just want to say a couple of things. And then I want to open it to Q&A and see what questions you may have about like for me, what I would have you do is work this into your messaging, but not from a place. I don't do anything from, um, I don't like formulas, right? I believe in marketing and sales. You have to study marketing. You have to study sales. You have to study social media, but I enjoy the heck out of it because I look at it from a very creative perspective and, and an intuitive perspective. So it doesn't bother me at all to study it, but I also apply my truth to it. You know, I, I, you know, I'll show up messy. I'll show up cursing. I'll show up in my raw, raw form. Um, I don't care if the lighting's not good. I don't care if I trip over something. I don't care if there's a cat's tail waving around my head. And that's part of my brand, right? And I'm looking and I'm elevating my brand now. I'm shifting my brand. There's going to be a rewrite. And I sit with, I share this visibility, this transparency. I sit with this brand Cause I'll even show up messy in the same, you know, not me I'm always clean. Like I always take a shower, but I may like wear the same shirt and like the same, you know, it like, Oh, she had that video in the podcast number one Oh one. And now it's in one Oh five. Like, I don't worry about stuff like that. Cause I don't care. But I think about as I elevate my brand, how I'm elevating myself as well. What does that mean for me and stuff? But it's never at the, ex it's never at the expense of myself. And it's never because of outside noise. It's always from owning who I am. Okay. So 
real briefly, this is the work that we do in Next Level Living. Dashka's in Next Level Living already. So uh, if you're interested in it, go to marilynaloria.com forward slash next and fill out the application. And um, that's the only plug I'm going to do real quickly about it. But this is how we deep dive into it. This is how I work in Next Level Living. I come to the table. I deep dive into a gift like claircognizance. We're doing channeling this month, but everything gets channeled through me. All the work gets channeled through me. So it's constantly elevating as I elevate. So that is my plug right there. Let's go to, so what I was going to say to you is I want you taking this work and putting it in your messaging. I want you putting, because you're going to shift it, Jan, I know you so well. There's going to be some growth, some expansion. Dashka's like, whoosh, like uh, elevating within like friggin' seconds in front of my face every second. Um, it's, and in a and say too, you know, I don't know you, Vanita, as well. I know them and, and Jan has been in my masterminds and SFA and Dashka's in Next Level Living. So I especially see it. And, and a and say too has been in SFA. What you want to do is just constantly notice if the noise comes in. Oh no, I have to do this. I have to do that real. I have to blah, 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 blah. And just be like, what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about people's tower experience. I want to talk about people's magician experience. I want to talk about um, changing the neural pathways and how that allows you to create risks and to take risks in your life. And it becomes so much more aligned with who you are. And it's such a better place to your business. Because what I hear from spiritual people is like, they're like, I don't want to do social media. I don't want to do it. And I'm like, when you really find the fun of it, it's, it's friggin' fantastic. And I'll tell you something else it does for me. I get super clear as who's my client and who's not my client. I don't even waste my time anymore. I have no time. So it gets you very, very clear that way too, because for the longest time up until now, this is the last thing I'll say. I felt like anybody who came in my arena, I had to drag them to the truth. I can't do it anymore. It's exhausting. I feel like I was Santa Claus with it. And they weren't gifts in my friggin' bag. They were like weights of rocks. And I just got so invested in everybody's journey that I had to stop. And now it's about meeting. And what you all described, you're so powerful that they have to meet that. Even if they're meeting you at the tower, they're recognizing they're in the tower moment and they need help. So open to Q&A now. You can ask me anything. <laughs> if you don't have any questions, it's fine. Give me your biggest takeaway then. I just wanted to share, thank you for what you were sharing, Marilyn. And, you know, it's so funny what you were saying, because my podcast is actually called Elevate with V. So you oh, kept Elevate. I'm like, okay, perfect. That's exactly the space that I'm in. So I've only launched my podcast for, you know, like end of October. And um, I just, it feels very aligned with my soul. Like the moment I jump on the podcast, I'm just like in joy and flow. So for me, I feel that's a lot of my genius. And I think I also was going through a little bit of like, oh my God, I'm going to have to keep up with social media, all of these things. One of the things that I had to realize pretty quickly, and I kind of had a knowing about this, is to not attach to who's going to listen. It's sort of like just releasing to the universe that I've created this and my audience will find me. So it's not my like 600 friends who are going to listen. That's not the audience. You know what I mean? So just kind of shifting my own perspective and just allowing things and not trying to force things um, and to really be in the flow. But I think I was just trying to get my balance of like, okay, let me get into the kind of the schedule of what I need to do to be in a flow. And now it's more of like, how do I kind of more hone in into the messages that I want to put out there? So that's kind of the step that I'm moving into now to be able to share those little bits and pieces that really I feel are impactful and powerful that will draw more of my audience in. So here's, the, I love that. So here's the thing I'm going to say about that, uh, especially with podcasts, because as we all know, I have one. Um, I love everything you said. I love doing my podcast and I, it was, and I continue to love to do it for the same reasons, Vanita. It's not, I just love storytelling. I love teaching. And I, as much as I know my numbers and I know how many people are watching, and I definitely want to elevate that as well, because I wanted to get into more people's hands. It doesn't stop me. It It has no it's not even in my arena when I'm recording. What's in my arena is just enjoying the heck out of it. With that said, though, I am going to say this. There is a business side to it. And now that you are a little bit clearer about your message and your passion 
and your genius, you can share from that perspective as well. Also, when you do like, say reels are the best things to do to the podcast. When you do a reel, it's like, there you go right there. So good. Perfect. I love it. Okay. Who else? Who's next? Go ahead, Doug. off of Anita is just um, honing in on the marketing, honing in on the messaging. That's what she had said is is also similar. I would agree to how I feel now. Is yeah. honing in on the messaging and getting um, more comfortable and confident and just getting out without too many words, without going on and on. Yeah, that's great. I love that, Tashka. Um, storytelling and messaging is storytelling and sales. It's one of the best techniques and tools. So anytime you can share a story and link it back into that was my son moment, you don't have to say that per se. This was my tower moment. And this is what I learned when people, if that's the audience you want, which I think it is when people relate to your story. They're like, oh, I want to work with her. I want to know her. Like I have certain people that are reaching out to me that I didn't even know they were watching my stuff because they, I went to college or something with them. Like I've said to you before, and they're watching my journey and they're like, wow, I'm really like, it's really amazing to watch, but I'm just sharing because it's so much fun. So I love that you got that clarity in what, good. All right, Jan. Okay. So. Um, for me, I think um, well, this brings a, in a lot of things. What we just went through, <clears throat> um, I never really thought about the events that came up to me in the way that I did today. Mm-hmm. So it brings in a lot more material for me to work with, um, and yeah, you know, for me, I never really looked at stories and related to them like you guys do. Um, and I, I, for me, I think I need to change that story that I have of myself for that, but, um, but, and, and I haven't been through a lot of the major things that other people have been through. So I guess I, I kind of look at that and I, I compare myself. However, with that said, I realize though that my other my whatever experience that I did have that's what makes me unique as well right so I'm so glad that you said that because when you were talking about and thank you for that because when you're talking about the story this is an exact moment where and I love how you said it Jen this is an exact moment where my words don't fully explain what you're meant to do like so from the outside in if story is the way to sell then stories you know what I would say for your story? Your story is how you're always thirsting and questing and putting yourself in situations to explore. So it's not necessarily a painful moment that may have you starting to talk to people from another planet or whatever it is. It's just the the exploration of it all. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And it ties in so well with everything yeah I never I never thought of it that way yeah Yeah, so that's what it feels like to me and then there was something else you said that I wanted to share um oh so this is true about genius work because I did this with Lisa doesn't mind me say it because she was a um she's in next level living and she was a uh uh whatever testimonial for the genius work which we never put out but she had a huge shift by looking at where like moments in her life that were painful and what she did to graduate through them. She recognized what her genius was because she graduated herself so she could work. So you're like, you're always like the human experiment, mm-hmm. Jan. And what's beautiful about that is I think it's really great when you can find a teacher that is able to try things out and then bring it to the, the to the community. Mm-hmm. So one of the things like I like doing, I know I keep talking about next level living, but it is my program now, the main program. What I like being able to bring to them is, oh, I just heard this speaker. Oh, I just read this book. Oh, I just tried this technique. 
you know, and it makes it so much easier, easier than me having to go out and gather information and try to, who to tr- you're like the trust person. You're the pathfinder too. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. And, and as you're talking, I'm, when you took us through what, what are the techniques that you used? I tried to bring them in, but you know what? All I could come up with was that I was just me. Yes. Being. I'm not a good one to say, okay, I'm going to do this and, you know, be very disciplined about that. You know me. Um, But I know that other people do have to have that. And once I, you know, I see that, then I can bring that to them. But for me, just being works. Yes. And I feel I operate the same way as you is um, I'm not sitting here going, I'm going to do a tarot reading and then I'm going to channel and then I'm going to, we're going to work with the pendulum. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't say any of that. I just show up and I let my guides work through me in the moment and they'll pull from things and then it'll be perfect for that particular person. And that's why I've always said to you from day one in your ma- my mastermind, I said, you you have like this toolbox of stuff and you can't even describe that it's somebody it's not somebody else's stuff because it's stuff that you've learned you've alchemized for yourself and then you've delivered then you deliver and you don't want you want the person to be like oh my goodness I want Jan's magic because it's all this stuff that's inside of Jan now she's creating her own magic but you talking about the explorations you've been on and how you're like constantly here she is jet setting here there might be some fun in those stories and your experience in those stories. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Does that feel aligned to you? Cause you know how I am. I don't care whether it does or not. I mean, I care for you, but if you said to me, Marilyn, it doesn't feel aligned. I'd be like, that's cool. Let's work on it. Uh, no, I mean, no, it does. It does. Um, there are a lot of things now that, you know, I've written down that I really need to sit down and explore more because it's coming to me in a different way now. Yeah, but I think the biggest thing I want you exploring is what you said, which was, um, sorry, I don't have that kind of memory. Um, It was the, which one was yours, Jan? What was the three cards you used again? Oh, the tower, the sun, and um, the art alchemist. Yeah, I want you really focusing on that for right now. I don't want you have, and with you, Jan, I wouldn't have you detail it and write it out and like with you I would just have you be with Mm -hmm. those when the next time you're speaking to someone I'd love to see you write whether you put it out or not I'd love to you see to write a newsletter about it or a Facebook post not even describing that those are the cards you're using Mm -hmm. and just talking about a journey or something they get something that your clients can do at the end of the year going into the new year by using things like that that journey okay just gave me an idea. Okay, thanks. Thank you, honey. Hey, you say first of all, that dog loves you so much. Hey, say has a new dog. Yes, his name is Buddy. And Very cute. Um, I, he's coming up on three months. Like he's coming into his own here at the house. And so he's just like, no, oh, she's doing her thing on Zoom again. <laughs> um, this is the first time he actually joined. And he's all like, let the girls know that, you know, he's, I'm like, he's finally like talking to me. And he's like, let the girls know that, like, thank you. Thank you for their power. Thank you for their presence. Thank you for, for just for their voice. Um, and that's, I think that's what it's about because um, the, the journey that we went, it's about giving others voice. Yeah. Uh, they showed me like, you know, an event that happened in fourth grade has happened in sixth grade and how I overcame it. And then it's all about like allowing, uh, allowing others to speak and then you listening and then being in that calm energy of like, hey, we can have a difference of opinion, but we can still be friends. We can still be in joy. We can still be, we can be in total disagreement, but we can still exist in the same plane. And so that's what Buddy was trying to say. It was like, we are all here together and we are all in this experience. And so like his message was like, wait, what are you, what's going on? And then, so I'm like, I was really shocked. And I was just like, I go, I didn't know he had that part in him yet. And so it's just like, you know, my other two did right away, but this one, like, he's just, you know, he's blossoming little by little. 
So, Anise, something came to me just now with you. Um, and I love the word confidence for you. You, um, and we've talked quite a bit, so I know you really well. And this is the, the last thing I'm going to share, and then we're going to move on. And, and um, you are surrounded by, or you see a lot of people that really um, were beaten down in their lives and struggle with self-esteem. And I would really encourage you to do work with those types of individuals, but they can't be the ones which we know are just stuck in the victimization of it all. They have to be the ones that recognize, like you see the light in them so that when somebody sees the light in somebody who has really low self-esteem and acknowledges it, it gives them a new lease on life, but they have to be able to, they don't want to keep talking about the past story. They want to move forward. And, but I really think that your part of your gifts here is to elevate those who have not been encouraged in their life. And that actually may have to do with kids as well. Like, it, like bringing, I'd like to see if your dog ends up being like a therapy dog or reading to kids, because it would be really great for you to go into situations where even culturally, I think, because of the culture we've talked about, and it's so unfair that so many people haven't had the opportunity to be lifted up. And there's an opportunity to lift up that those people out of those struggles to see the beauty and the magic that they really are. And it's, and it's rare because that's exactly what the journey is, you know, having my friend not understand the lesson and me having to translate it and then getting in trouble for having to translate it and then getting sent to the principal's office. And um, I'm translating something for the secretaries there. And it's just funny that, you know, language is a big part of my journey and, and, even though I don't have a business, I'm like, I, I do attract those people that like, what do I do now? And yes, a lot of them have been through a lot of trauma and I, I immediately can, can relate to that. And um, I mean, it's something to worth investigating. I mean, yeah, just play the sky's with the it. limit. Yeah. Play with it and see who shows up, which would be really, really great. Definitely. Good. All right, guys. Great, great job. Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. And um, if you're interested in Next Level Living, which is my signature course, it is the main thing I am focused on these days, go to marilynaloria.com forward slash next, and you can fill out an application. If you have any questions about it, you can email us at info at The price is on the page. I don't hide prices. You, you, I show them, I give them to you. And if it's something you're interested in, let us know. So thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe and share it. I would really appreciate it. Thank you.